one of the best things that can happen to a person in life is having a child. It is just, it's a, such a different feeling than, you know, say like graduating from high school or, you know, even just going from say the fifth and sixth grade or picking out your college that you get into. Becoming a parent is such a great and scary feeling because now you're not thinking about yourself anymore. You are now thinking about this life that has been created that you're responsible for. You're responsible for how this person is going to treat this world that we have before us. And I am very proud to say that today, as of right now that I'm recording this at 1.06 a.m. on April 15th, my daughter has turned 11 years old and I cannot be any more proud of her. My only regret is she's with her mom, she's not with me this week, but I've already wished her a happy birthday. I, <laughs> I texted her right at midnight, I was like, call me! Because uh, I didn't want to call her because people were probably sleeping in that place. So she called me. I wished her a happy birthday. She was already talking to a couple friends. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I said happy birthday. Love you. I'll let you go be with your your friends on um, FaceTime. And so I just want to say that being a parent is a privilege it really is and it has always bugged me when parents take that for granted but i am one of those parents i can i can say without a doubt on this podcast and everything i do not take advantage of that i absolutely love both of my kids and i every day i worry about them i love them I try to take care of them as much as I can, even when they're not with me. So that's my PSA for the for the week. You know, to all you parents out there, you know, just you know, take advantage of what you have. It's it's so special, and it really is a privilege. E even if you adopt a child, which is what I did with Evan. Evan is, he's my son. Nothing will ever change about that. And he calls me dad. And being a parent doesn't have to be blood. You just have to take that time to make your children know that you appreciate them, you love them, and you will do everything you can for them. Welcome to the Nerd and Geek Section Podcast. I'm your host, Mason. Yeah, I kind of got real on everybody right there. I apologize if that's kind of not your thing, but in a way, I wanted to wish my daughter a happy birthday through this podcast, and I just wanted to, you know, 
use feelings. You know, I wanted I wanted to give out some feels to everybody. So I hope everyone is doing okay out there. Still quarantined here. It's gonna be fun if anybody listens to this podcast like years from now. You know, hopefully they'll still remember the quarantine of 2020. Um, but it's the court. The, the the quarantine is now, I think, officially getting tough. And this episode, I'm hoping, will help some people at least find something to watch. I I can't necessarily fix everything, but I'm hoping to at least you know get some you know TV, movie watching, all that stuff. Um, but. With that being said, this episode is going to be about me talking about some streaming devices that you can use to be able to watch um, some free programming or, you know, try, you know, do a 30-day trial and everything I'm going to talk about is legal, you know, so don't don't expect to, you know, find out how to hack a uh, fire stick or stuff like that that I know you can do. I... I don't agree with that, okay? Um, maybe, maybe back in my day when uh, I was a little bit more rebellious, but uh, in but with today, you know, it's with, with everything that's going on, there there's no reason to cheat the system. I mean, even you know uh, all these apps that I'm going to be talking about for the for streaming and such. You know, they have families, they have. You know, it, 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 it's just all, it's all really tough right now. So, w- also with that being said, if there are any local places that you're able to go to to help out, I know I have, there's a local uh, coffee house near me that I love going to. I try to go there at least once a week to at least give them some business. You know, uh, everything's hard. Everyone is struggling. Uh, I know right now I'm unemployed. You know, I still I, I still have my job, don't get me wrong, but I'm unemployed. So I know how it feels for everybody out there who's stuck at home. But, you know, we also got to take care of everybody else that is working despite this quarantine, despite this coronavirus that is going on. So if you're able to go, you know, spend a couple bucks at, you know, something local, you know, either, you know, getting, you know, a carry out of food from a local place or coffee or maybe a hardware stores open, you know, help them out. You know, whatever little you, you, you are able to, you know, spend, you know, try to help them out as well. Okay. So with my, with the number PSA number two, uh, let's get into all this streaming service for those who don't know. Okay. The internet has kind of exploded over the probably course of the uh, past five years. Netflix, I believe, um, is one of the first to actually take advantage of the internet. I remember when I started using Netflix, you know, it was, oh, get on their internet site. Oh, I want, 
uh, bit, uh, rent Billy Madison on DVD and, uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, and then they would send me two, three, you know, however many, uh, discs that you ended up, you know, subscribing to. So I remember when Netflix first started with this, you know, renting, you know, well, I guess it's not renting, but, you know, having their streaming service. And I remember people saying, no one's going to watch stuff on their computer, all this and that. And this is when, you know, I I made it so that, you know, I had my computer hooked up to the TV and we were able to watch this stuff. And then eventually, you know, apps started coming around and you were starting to finally able to watch Netflix on TV. So what I'm going to talk about is all, all these different apps that... You know, they all have 30-day or, you know, a week or 14-day trials, okay? I'm going to teach you either A, it you know, go ahead, sign up for these, but don't sign up for them all at once. Or if you've already used a, um, you've already watched Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, but now you want to watch Onward, but... You don't want to invest in a, a free trial, uh, or you've already invested in your free trial. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to you know still be able to get back on for another you know another trial. I th- does this sound shady? Well, in a way, it kind of does, but it you're able to do it. Okay, so. If you have a smart TV, you probably already know you can download apps and then you can watch Amazon Prime, Netflix, stuff like that already. So if that is you, this this first part is not necessarily going to be needed for you. Unless you want to know about some of the better streaming hardware that is out there. If you have say already one of these you know streaming devices cool maybe you're ready to upgrade maybe not Um, I'm gonna try to give uh, some pluses and minuses to all this Um, I am basing this off of CNET they recently just came out with the best streaming devices of 2020 okay so I'm gonna go through this list with you kinda try to explain what some of them do some ways that might sway you one way or another and you know we're going to go from there so let's start with cnet's best streamer overall that means this is this is the one where out of all the streaming devices they recommend this and it is just it's the roku streaming stick plus it's just a stick you, that has a uh, HDMI at the end, and you just plug it in into your TV. That's it into the HDMI in the back. It just uh, it's just the the stick, and then you get the the normal Roku remote. Um, this thing it offers uh, 4K HDR, which if you have one of the newer TVs, obviously you probably have 4K. Uh, 4K is a much better step up from the 1080p TVs that we used to have. So, um, but 
you can still use this uh, stick even if you don't have a newer, you know, a newer TV. If you don't have a 4K TV, it's not going to hurt you to have this stick, okay? It, 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 it won't. So don't, don't think that you have to buy something specifically for your TV. A lot of these uh, streaming devices, they scale down or um, they optimize for your TV, okay? So, like I said, first up, CNET, it's editor choice, everything. Roku Streaming Stick Plus. The cheapest place that has it right now is Best Buy. Uh, Best Buy has it for $50, which is a very good price for all this streaming stuff. Because even, I believe, the cheapest one I'm going to mention is $29. So for $20 more, you can have a streaming device that will upgrade to the new to a newer TV. I know 8K TVs are coming out now, but we're barely reaching 4K right now. 8K, 8K is going to be like major, major, major overkill. We're talking, you know, it, you, you, it, it would go, it would be one of those people who want the newest, latest thing. Okay. But you're going to pay an arm and a leg for it. So, um, for those who don't know Roku, uh, Roku it's, it's a very straightforward streaming device. You download all the apps onto this it would be for this a stick and that's how you would just you know watch all the uh different uh apps the streaming channels and such um so yeah uh they write they just they recommend this roku streaming stick plus uh it's 60 dollars at walmart 50 dollars at best buy and did i check no that i did not check to see if it was on amazon um, you know what? I could do a real quick search right here. So let's bring up Amazon and it's a Roku Roku streaming stick plus. This is why I like having my laptop in front of me. It's even though oh see uh Amazon actually has it for forty nine. So, if you don't want to go out into this pandemic that is the coronavirus, you can uh, get it from Amazon for $49. So, yeah. Now, um, it also says it works with Alexa. So, if you're an Amazon Alexa fan, that's definitely something you want to uh, get your hands on. Now, one, one thing... One thing I will say is that um, Amazon has, and this was in a different article, and I'm going to be honest, this is the second time I'm recording this podcast. Um, I recorded this way earlier in the day, and I was frustrated because I wanted to have this, ep this episode also live as well, so that it could go on YouTube. But I was having issues with the audio and I just got frustrated and I'm just like, you know what, I, I'm just going to record the episode. So I was very, very unprepared for it. I had a lot of pauses, mess ups. 
I'm going to have some pauses here, but it's going to be more for, you know, trying to get the more accurate information while the other was, I just, I, I don't know. I was, I was too upset, but in, uh, the one that I had earlier today, um, there, uh, they talked about the fire TV cube and this thing really interested me because I'm going to talk a lot about Alexa versus uh, Siri and this thing, you know, obviously it's from Amazon and it uses, uh, you know, Alexa. So the point I was trying to make in the, pr in the episode I tried to make today is if you are a user who uses, say, Alexa, you'll want this, okay? Spend the extra money because you don't need a remote for this thing at all. If you say, Alexa, I want to watch uh, Stranger Things, it'll bring up Stranger Things on Netflix for you, okay? So this thing, it's, it's hands-free, like I said, Alexa is built in. It has the four. It has 4K Ultra HD. It is. It's a monster. Okay. So, if you want to invest a little bit more, because, um, like for me, I'm I'm an Apple guy. So you know, saying Hey Siri. Of course, my iPhone's not listening to me now. Um, but um, you know, when I say Hey Siri, you know. I use my iPhone a lot and I'm an Apple guy. I'm sorry. You know, I am a Microsoft guy too, but, um, all, all of my things that I use constantly is Apple. So I enjoy Apple products because they all work seamlessly together. So if you're an Alexa user in your home, check out the fire TV cube. It is, it's $120. Um, and it's it really does seem like a great device. I was kind of surprised that it wasn't on this uh, CNET's best streamer devices. Now, they do recommend an Alexa product. And it, it's probably because of this and because it's cheaper. That's why it was suggested more. Um, but they also have, obviously, the Amazon Fire Stick 4K version. So, which will do the do the exact same thing, same thing, but it's just not. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. It's not going to be as cool. Okay, this little 4K uh, bot cube is. I mean, it's it's slick looking. Um, but as for it, but if you don't want that, but you still use Alexa, okay, um, you'll definitely want the Amazon Fire Stick 4K. Now, obviously, they make one for um, you know regular HD TVs, but you might as well go ahead and upgrade to a 4K stick at least until you do go to a 4K TV. But <clears throat> if you um, if you want the Fire Stick, it's only fifty dollars at Best Buy, and it is also the same price on Amazon as well. Um, so, and like I said, I am a Surrey guy, so. If you if you have you know like I said, Apple products galore, or even if you just have an iPhone, you will want an Apple TV. Whether if it is the regular Apple TV or the 4K version, 
that's up to you. I got a four. I got a sixty-four gig four K version. Okay, and even just last night, I was sit. I was laying in bed. I'm on my TV, which by the way is a smart TV that has Roku built in, and I have uh, my just a regular Apple TV hooked up to it. I have I have both, um, but. I'm I'm you know looking through there and you can access your images, you can access your videos. I found videos from like six, seven years ago that I forgot that I just I just started watching. <laughs> um for for those who don't know, uh I used to have a pug named Colby and I took lots of videos of my little guy. And you know, I was going through all those videos i found videos of jack <laughs> who uh when we got him as a as a baby puppy and to think that he was smaller than he is right now just it blows my mind so you know an apple and the apple tv does that you don't have to use like a chromecast or you or have to you know cast it onto the tv it just automatically accesses it from your iCloud and you're able to watch, you know, whatever you want. You can also watch any uh like I said the videos that you have, all the all your iTunes stuff. It you can access it straight from there as well, which is cool. So, you know, all all my music that I have on my iPhone, I can access it on Apple TV and it looks nice, it look, it's slick sounds good and the other thing is it it works seamlessly through everything this this is this is a big draw for me and this is why uh, CNET you know rates this as the best high-end streamer okay because I mean this thing isn't cheap but you get what you pay for so you know, I, later on I'm going to be going through each, you know, different app like CBS, Amazon Prime, HBO, you know, all of those. Those work seamlessly through Apple TV as well. Now what I mean by that is say you want to watch uh, Stranger Things, okay? Rather than, you know, going from, say you're in YouTube and going to you know you exit out go into netflix go find that you know go find it and then you know hit play all you have to do is either a you could search for it and it'll come up and you just hit play and it'll play or b you create you know a watching list i have a nice long watching list and it has shows from uh, star trek picard uh, Twilight Zone. Um, I'm trying to think of all the different stuff that's on it. Um, I, I mean, it's it's literally it's a long list. Uh, Mr. Robots on there, and it will play within the Apple TV app rather than having to go into like say the Amazon Prime or Netflix or stuff like that. Um, it, it's really, really, really cool. And the word I keep saying a lot is seamless. That's what this does. Everything just works. All you gotta do is make sure, say Hulu, you know, any of these apps, you just log into them and then boom, that's it. You're done. 
it will your Apple TV will access it and it will find it for you. So that's really nice. It's it, it's very the only thing the my only complaint is the the controller or the remote. The remote is so annoying. Okay, at the very top it has this touch sensitive thing and you got you kind of swipe on it like it's um in a way kind of like the iPhone. I would much rather have an up and a down, left and right than this touch pad thing. It's it, it's quite annoying. You can you can adjust the sensitivity of it, but I I just haven't bothered. And sometimes you'll over you know, you'll you'll swipe past what you want to watch, and then you have to go back, and then sometimes it goes back over it again. It's real annoying, especially when you're trying to input stuff. But if you do have an iPhone, you can use your phone instead, and that is a little bit easier because already you're 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 used to using your phone, so you know the touch sensitive, how touch sensitive it is. With that little thing, there's not enough room for you to actually get used to it, at least in my opinion. And I've, I've had an Apple TV for a couple years now. So that is my drawback of it. But the interface for the Apple TV is good. Okay, I've talked way too much about Apple TV. I'm trying to give everything a uh, good, you know, a, a, a reasonable amount of time. But I think it's more because that's what I'm used to it's it, it it to me it just makes things easier especially when you know I can look at my photos I can uh, videos and it just it, it's so it's it's nice it's nice I really have to admit so I've already talked about the Amazon Fire Stick 4k now for the best budget streamer they uh, recommend the Roku Express, and this thing is really tiny, okay? And you basically literally stick it onto the back of the uh, of your TV. I mean, you can have it laying down if you want, but from what I understand, you can, you can just stick it on your TV. Um, it uses a micro USB for power, so, um, I mean, the micro USB will go into your Roku, and then you just plug your HDMI you know, into the TV to give it, or the USB into the USB in the TV. There we go. <laughs> and then obviously, you know, H HDMI as well. And that's it. it. It doesn't, it doesn't have 4k. It, you know, it's just, you know, the basic Roku. Okay. And the cool thing about this is it's only $29. Um, that price, they have it at Walmart, but I also checked Amazon. Amazon has it for the same price as well. So this is kind of, it's not necessarily a long list, but it is a list. So I'm going, everything I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to have in the show notes below. So it's going to be long show notes because I have, I have it set aside on my, uh, laptop and it's it's a long list so let's go ahead let's get into the streaming services all right I'm going I'm not going to talk about every single one because there's also like epics there's uh, Nickelodeon has one there, there there's all sorts of streaming services out there so 
if you don't don't forget, almost all of them will have a 30-day trial. If not some kind of trial. I do recommend trying things. Especially right now if you are so bored you have you've watched everything you needed to watch, you know, get into these free trials. Don't be afraid to use them. A lot of them are really cool, okay? So, but the ones I'm going to focus on is CBS, Showtime, HBO, Amazon Prime, and uh, Netflix. I feel like I shouldn't even talk about Netflix, but there will be a reason why I'm going to talk about Netflix, okay? So, with that, let's start with CBS, okay? CBS has a 30-day free trial going on right now. And, you know, I, I, I definitely took advantage of that because I wanted to watch Picard, Star Trek Picard. I really did because, you know, to me, Picard is the coolest Star Trek character ever. I don't, if you want to get on me about Kirk, I don't care. You know, to me, Picard is the reason why I watch Star Trek. And I, I'm not one. I'm not a Trekkie, because I only have ever really watched Star Trek: The Next Generation, and it's all because of him and even the rest of the crew. So I wanted to see where Picard was at, you know, for this show, and I loved it. It was it was such a good show. Um, some other. Uh, uh, shows I recommend on it. The new Twilight Zone is is on it. Jordan Peele, man, <laughs> I, I I loved uh, Twilight Zone as a kid. I mean, there were a lot of shows that were on uh, like the Sci Fi Channel that I watched as a kid. Um, I can never remember any of the names, but the 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 Sci Fi Channel had really cool shows that were like the Twilight Zone, and so. Jordan Peele's remake of this is great. And the last episode, I think, was just really awesome. But in order to watch the last episode, you have to watch all of them. Don't skip to the last one, or it won't make any sense whatsoever. But um, check, check it out. Even even the worst of the episodes is still better than anything else that's, that could be on TV right now. So... There, there's also another show on there that really intrigues me. I haven't had a chance to watch yet because I'm still trying to get through, you know, a couple of other things. But I really kind of need to watch it because I think my 30 days are about up. But it's called Interrogation. And what this show is supposed to be about is, you know, you're trying to interrogate. You're actually, in a way, part of the show. There is an episode one that says you watch first. There is a final episode. It says watch last. Watch last. And they want you as the viewer to figure out these middle episodes in between those two. How to watch them. Do you start with the second episode or do you start with the fifth episode? Then do you go to the fourth? So they have an interesting way to show this show so like i said i haven't watched it but just in that it seems really really cool
Next on the list is Showtime. And there's only one show I really, really cared about that I wanted to watch. This is another one where you get 30 days to um, try it out. And at first, at, let, let me go ahead and get into this. If you already have an Apple TV, for some reason, I was able to watch a lot of first seasons of different shows that were on like HBO, especially Showtime, and uh, some other some other stuff. But um, so I uh, started watching Kidding during all this, and it has two seasons. I was able to watch the first. And Kidding, if you are into um, how can I put it? Uh, <laughs> it basically Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey plays this uh, character that is um, a children's TV host. Okay, and he basically feels like he has to be a good person twenty four seven, or he's going to let down all these kids. So. You know, it's like a Mr. Rogers scenario, okay? It, it, this is, I mean, this is straight off of Mr. Rogers. But think of Mr. Rogers holding up um, a lot of rage. I mean, a lot of rage. And so um, I ended up uh, doing the 30-day free trial to finish watching uh, Kidding for Season 2. So, but other than that, for Showtime, there wasn't too much else that I wanted to watch. Um, it, there, I, I don't know. It, kidding was really the only thing that intrigued me because everything else is either on Netflix or no, it, or is on Netflix. Uh, because the other show I recommend is Dexter, but you can watch Dexter on Netflix. So it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard for me to recommend anything from Showtime besides kidding. I would almost say it's a last resort or you're a big Jim Carrey fan and you really want to check this show out. Um, I do recommend it, uh, but, you know, don't. I would just use the 30-day free trial to watch it. Um, it's a pretty easy watch because the episodes, if I remember right, are only 30 minutes long. So it's, it's a quick watch. Uh, if you're, you know, doing the whole, you know, chill, relax you can easily get it done in a full day if that's all you watch. But um, it, it, it took me a couple days to watch because I'm, <laughs> I'm watching other things as well too. So Showtime I don't necessarily recommend unless you can necessarily find something to watch on there. Um, but other than that, everything seems to be on Netflix. So next I want to talk about HBO. And HBO is the interesting one because right now... You can watch some stuff on HBO for free. Okay. They have, you know, Ballers, Barry, Silicon Valley, Six Feet Under, The Sopranos, and The Wire. All you can watch for free. Now, here's the other issue. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch most of those shows already too. You know, you can watch Sopranos, you can watch The Wire, you can watch uh, Six Feet o uh, Under, and I believe Silicon Valley. I'm not sure if Barry or Ballers is on there. I don't, I'm not 100%, but uh, 
They also have uh, a couple movies. They're not great movies, but I did really like Detective Pikachu. You can see that for free. Uh, the Lego Movie 2, which I didn't even know about, so I may end up watching that. And then uh, The Bridges of Madison County, if you want a little bit of nostalgia. Um, there are some other free movies on there, but I think once you find out what they are, you'll realize why they are free. So, uh, but if you haven't seen any of those shows, that in itself creates a lot of things to watch. I mean, even if you just want to watch The Sopranos and The Wire, I mean, that will take you a long time. Even if you binge watch it, binge watch it, you know, it's still going to take you a decent amount of time to watch. So get on that free HBO, you know, watch these things. Unless you have, like I said, Amazon Prime, then it's not going to be too helpful for you. But Detective Pikachu is a really good movie, and I have heard that Barry is very good as well. That, that one's on my list on my uh, Apple TV as well. Uh, but like I said, you know, they also have Westworld going on, you know, the, the season three is going on right now. Um, Game of Thrones, Watchmen, True Detective is a great series. The, the season, yeah, season three was just phenomenal. I really love that. And, um, and of course, like I said, uh, Barry, but, um, but I recommend doing the 30-day free trial for HBO after Westworld is done if you are into Westworld. And actually, I don't think it's a 30-day free trial for HBO. I think it's only a week because they have, to me, they have the, more, the best, more adult shows. So to me, that's why they only do a week is because, you know, Westworld's going on. They want people to you know, start paying for HBO to watch Westworld. So this is going to be one of those cases where when Westworld Season 2 was out, I used my week trial on that. So let me go ahead and talk about how to go ahead and get a new free trial. All it, all it is based on is email address. It does not go with your home address. It does not go with your name. You can change your name a bit if you want, but I don't think that will work. Just for the simple fact it's tied to, you know, credit card. Um, <laughs> but it's all tied to email. That's what it is. So if you've already used your, you know, like I said, at least for me, I already used my week trial, you, I'm going to use uh, another email address. I have, you know, I have plenty of Hotmail and Gmail accounts. You can easily create a new one there and just use it for that. Um, I don't want to say that this is cheating the system because if they were going to you know, enforce it, they would be doing it by your credit card. And yes, I know multiple people can have multiple different credit cards, but you know, that would be the easiest way to do it rather than by email because you can have infinite number of emails. So that's my, that's my way of kind of getting around. If you already used your trial, 
So when Westworld Season 3 is done, I'm up and for a new free trial. So, uh, but like I said, if you are going to do a 30-day free trial, Westworld is something that is, it's an amazing show. Uh, now that it's on Season 3, and if you haven't seen it, that'll be really tough to get in in for the free trial. But the show is amazing. I It's, it's really, really... Uh, so... So that's HBO. Let's now move on to Amazon Prime. Um, there, uh, again, I, I, actually for Amazon Prime, I don't know how the free trial works on that. Um, in our house, we kind of got this, in a way, sharing thing going. You know, my mom has Amazon Prime. I have I have Netflix and that I pay for, and then. My dad has uh, YouTube TV. So between the three of us, we got Amazon Prime, Netflix, and then uh, YouTube TV. So we're, to me, we're set. But, um, so in all honesty, I'm not sure how the free trial goes. I know there is one. So, but what I recommend off of Amazon Prime is um, there's a show called Counterpart. The Boys is an R-rated version of the of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, basically. It's an R-rated Avengers. Okay, it, it's it's funny, it's violent, gross, uh, but it's really cool. Uh, Carnival Row looks really good, and all these I have in my my list as well that I want to watch. Uh, the Night Manager, Good Omens, uh, Jack Ryan. Uh, just finished a second season. Um, my mom recommends that, by the way. Um, the Mentalist was an old show on... Um, gosh, I can't remember what channel now. Uh, I want to say CBS, but I, I know that I'm wrong. But The Mentalist was a really good show that I watched a while back. And I think... It, I mean, it got canceled after, I think, a second season. So, But it's a really cool show. And I'm currently watching Mr. Robot because by the time first season was over, I learned about it. And I'm the type that's just like, well, I'll just binge watch it when it's done. So now that it's done, I'm binge watching it now. So uh, I highly recommend it if you like the, you know, sci-fi. Well, it's not really sci-fi, but um, it's it, it's a trippy show. It's It's really good. So, I recommend Amazon Prime as well. Um, so, let's move on to the obvious one. Netflix. Now, reason I'm talking about Netflix is I'm not going to talk about like Tiger King or, you know, any of the shows that are, you know, becoming like this juggernaut, you know, Stranger Things, you know, kind of huge. Um, so... You know, there's a couple things on there that are really good. Community just got on there, so check that out. Uh, Nailed It is my favorite cooking show. Hands down. Well, it's actually it's not a cooking show; it's a baking show. Um, I got a feeling if I would have said that to someone, you know, of importance, I would have probably got hit. But uh, Nailed It is great. Um, and the surprise for me is a uh, big show 
And Big Show is a, you know, or he retired from wrestling. You know, big, huge guy, you know, Big Show, you know, all this and that. Um, so he has a TV show on Netflix now. And it, uh, Brooke and I sat down and watched it. We enjoyed it. Um, I about didn't watch it because IGN just, you know, they, they hated the show almost. And, but then I rem, rem, reminded myself, they've really been hating everything lately. I, IGN has just gone downhill, uh, after a bunch of people have, you know, kind of left and I'm starting to realize why they left. And it's because it just seems like a crap show over there now. Um, cause IGN, I used to, you know, I used to agree with them on everything. Now it's like, they're like, well, you know, John Wick three was good, but it's just John, just more John Wick. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's why we wanted a John Wick three. Um, we don't want John Wick three and have it, you know, against, you know, indigenous people or something like that. I mean, A, that's wrong, and B, we just want the same formula. People killed his dog. He wants revenge. Let's go, you know? So, IGN just has, to me, just has not been a good place for reviews and such. But I recommend The Big Show just because it's, it's a, believe it or not, it is really a good family show. It's a show that I think is even more wholesome than some of the things that have been on Disney lately. And that, that you know, in this day and age, you know, it's kind of unheard of. Usually Disney is the benchmark of almost purity, so to speak. But to me, their shows as of late, they, they're not so wholesome as they used to be. You know, so um, I really do recommend the big show, especially if you're a wrestling fan. Because some of the things he does is great. Uh, one of his daughters has, uh, you know, bring your dad to work day kind of a thing. And that, <laughs> I, I, I wish I got introduced like that. If I, you know, had to go, go into Brooks school and talk about what I do for a living. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny. It's a family show. So I, you can sit down with your family, watch it. Doesn't matter how old you are, you know. It's just it's good, clean, fun. Okay. Um, now the reason why I wanted to bring Netflix up is, you know, I talk a lot about anime, you know, on the show, and Netflix. I don't get me wrong. I I used to watch. Uh, I kind of got into anime later in my life when I was in high school, and I started watching. Dragon Ball Z. You know, it was on Cartoon Network during um, its Toonami section. So that means I'm watching stuff, you know, anime at like, you know, starting like at 11 o'clock at night or midnight, you know. So it would always be Dragon Ball Z and then later uh, it would be Outlaw Star. So, you know, I would watch those shows at night. But that, w that was my exposure to anime. And then when I find out that it's much bigger, you know, it, it kind of blew my mind of how how good some of these shows were, even compared to over here 
some of these shows were better than even some of the more, you know, adult shows like CSI and stuff like that. Um, so, which I always found interesting. Everybody thinks anime is just, it's, you know, for kids because it has cell shading and such. You know, it's a cartoon just from Japan. No, that's not it. There, there are a lot of anime that are strictly for adults. And that's what is fun. Because it's like, I, I don't care what you think. I love cartoons. I really do. And to be able to watch still cartoons at my age that are meant for adults, that's not Family Guy or you know, American Dad or The Simpsons, something action to watch, it's it's a lot of fun, okay? Now, I can understand if you don't want to watch it because you don't like reading subtitles. I actually understand that. I, I have had to watch subtitles for certain stuff because it was never going to be dubbed, meaning, you know, English, you know, English over the Japanese for the voice work. But, um, you know, I watch My Hero Academia dubbed. I, I think My Hero Academia and Dragon Ball Super are one of the most, are the best dubbed shows, you know, that are out there. A lot of people knock on Funimation, but if it wasn't for them and, you know, taking risks, I don't think we would have you know, anime over here as much as it is now, you know, with them being in, you know, coming out in the theaters and such. So a lot of the anime that I ended up started watching was on Netflix. Uh, Sword Art Online got me back into anime and they have uh, two seasons of it. And then a, then they have a spinoff uh, that's off of Gungale Online. That is absolutely amazing. There, some of the other uh, Netflix anime that I think you should check out. Kaon. It's about Kaon is about um, basically uh, some schoolgirls who you know want to join a club at their school and they basically create a band. And to <laughs> to see the evolution of this band, it's funny. And the music is actually good too. Now, granted, it's in Japanese, but it's 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 really good. Uh, another one, and you may have even heard of this, uh, Cells at Work. It's basically an anime that is based off the cells of your body, and they go as far as to explain what the cells do and basically visualize how uh, they, you know are part of your body, your system. And so like when, you know, it will show like if someone gets a cut, how how in a visualized way, how they repair it. You know, if you're getting sick, it shows in a visualized way how the cells combat it. And there's been doctors that will watch the show and post it on YouTube and be like, yeah, that this is how it's done. So it's, it's, it's very close to being very accurate for, um, you know, an anime. So, and it actually, it, it helps you learn some things too. So I highly recommend it. 
especially if you want to learn a little bit more about how cells work in your body and in a fun visualized way another movie or not movie there is a movie but another show that i highly recommend uh violet evergarden and it also has a movie and there are two more i'm going to recommend one full metal alchemist brotherhood great great anime and then evangelion now I recommend this and then I also don't recommend this reason being Netflix no one has been able to be able to buy Evangelion the complete series and all of its movies for a very long time because it's been in a dispute and lawyers and all that fun stuff so finally Netflix was able to acquire them but they were not allowed to use the original dub for basically lawyer reasons um they were able to have the you know the video but they were not allowed to have the english dub because of reasons so they had to redub it and a lot of original fans you know even i myself are not a big fan of it now i have it um, it is, they are on a bunch of like DVDs and such, but, um, it's, it's really hard for me to recommend it, recommend Evangelion on Netflix, but if you want to watch a cool end of time scenario, Evangelion is, uh, is great. Go ahead and watch it. But if you can get, if you're able to have access to the original movie, or the original, well, yeah, movies and anime, I recommend that better. So, well, that being said, you know, check it out. It is, it, it it's going to require a couple watches or a couple viewings because it is a very deep and... Shinji is can get annoying <laughs> so try to get past that but other than that the, the show is very 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 deep very deep so these are your apps that you can check out this is everything that you can watch I'm going to like I said in the show notes below I'm gonna have all of this there all right so if if um you don't want to re-listen to the show to try to figure out which show I was talking about. It's all included. All right. I even got the prices on all the de uh, the streaming devices and everything. Uh, one thing I do got to go back to the streaming device because I did forget to say this. There are two versions. Well, technically there's like three or four versions of the Apple TV. You have the regular one, which is, you know, just regular uh, HD. Then you have, you, there's a couple 4K versions. Now the one that is on the on the CNET site, they don't tell you, but it is the 32 gig version, and it's 180, okay. And you can find that at Best Buy, Apple, and Amazon. But what they don't tell you is there is another one. There is a 64 gig version, kind of kind of like what I said earlier, and it's only twenty dollars more. I recommend just throwing in that extra $20 having that extra space for for it is 
it's it's going to be helpful you can also if you truly wanted to you could play games on it as well you can hook up any controller you want you can hook up an xbox controller you can hook up a ps4 controller as long as it has bluetooth you can hook up to it so if if you're wanting to do a little bit of cheap gaming I have DuckTales downloaded. I could play DuckTales on my Apple TV. Yeah, why not? You know, but um, but so there are two different versions. So I don't want you to get on like Amazon and type in Apple TV 4K. And, you know, for me when I did it, only the uh, 64 gig came up. So if you want the 32 gig, make sure you type in 32 gig or 64 gig. Or one or the other is only going to pop up. So I did want to mention that. So let's move on to the news. News, there has not been, like, there's nothing to really talk about. Today, though, it was, it, we got news that Sam Raimi is officially going to direct Doctor Strange 2. Now, this has been a rumor that, has pretty much like been confirmed for the past couple weeks but you know now Sam Raimi has officially come out uh, in an interview and he's basically said yeah I am directing this and the interesting thing was in uh, the first Spider-Man movie that he directed he had um, kind of like a foreshadowing of things I don't I don't necessarily want to call it foreshadowing because I think it's just because Doctor, when you put Doctor Strange and Spider-Man together, you know that's called that's kind of always been somewhat of a team up, in a way. So, um, you know, you got uh, Jameson, you know, talking, you know, with uh, his underling, like, you know, how, how are we going to name this, you know, web slinging person, you know, kind of a thing, and they're going back and forth, spitballing, blah 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 blah, you know, what about Dark? You know, and um, so um, he then says, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, this is for uh, when for Doctor Octopus. Um, so he even goes through, you know, you know, declines the name Doctor Octopus, but um, at the end he says, uh, or the guy's like, well, what about Doctor Strange? And then Jameson's like, oh no, that's already been taken. So everyone's like, oh my gosh, such foreshadowing, you know, but come on, people. <laughs> that was back in 2004, for crying out loud. Come on, we're, yeah. So, uh, but it's going to be really cool to have Sam Raimi do Doctor Strange 2, because it's called the Multiverse of Madness, which means we're going to finally, hopefully, get into this multiverse stuff. And with the hint of Ghost Rider possibly popping up in this movie because of the multiverse, this this excites me. This is, to me, I think I am actually more excited about this movie than I was, or, yeah, was for Endgame. I really honestly think so. I, I love Do the first Doctor Strange. I, I've... I don't have any comics of Doctor Strange, but I've always knew about it, and I've always really liked him, um, especially when he teamed up with Spider-Man in some of the older Spider-Man cartoons. Um, so I'm excited for this. 
so the pro also the other problem is it's been delayed. So we're not getting Doctor Strange until I believe it's the end of the year in 2021. So got a ways to wait. But I'm excited. I think Raimi's going to do a great job. Obviously, he knows what he's doing when it comes to like comedic horror. Um, we we saw that with you know the Evil Dead and you know everything with Ash. So I'm excited for this. I really am. I think this is going to be. I think it's going to be a great movie. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, as for my last bit of news, it's it's really not much because if you're a fan of Rick and Morty, you obviously know that we're, we finally have a start date for the last five episodes of the of season four. So on May third at eleven thirty p.m. on Adult Swim, we are going to get Rick and Morty uh, episode six. So you know, and then. As long as everything goes fine, we're going to have the last five episodes, or the last four episodes after that. I mean, we already know that Rick and Morty is, um, has to do at least 70 episodes. And if it's going at the rate it's going, we're only... We're, <laughs> it's going to be seven years till we finish this. Um, you know, uh, the co-creator, Justin Rowland... Uh, I guess he's been really busy because he has, like, two other shows he's working on. One's for this new Quibi app. And, no, I did not get into it because I'm not... I don't want to sit there and watch a 10-minute show on my phone. For me, for some reason, YouTube is a little different just because... that you, Usually when it's YouTube, I'm listening to music if it's on my phone. Um, but I'm not going to sit there and pay attention to a show on my phone. But um, the series is called Gloop World, and then he also has a Hulu exclusive, Solar Opposites, that he's working on. So he's a busy guy, but, you know, I really, I really wish he would put more time into Rick and Morty. Because Rick and Morty is a fantastic show. It's, it, that is a cartoon Yes. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to the Nerd and Geek Section podcast. I am Mace, and again, I really do appreciate you know everyone who listens to this. And I hope this episode helps you know at least alleviate a little bit of boredom from this quarantine. I know this isn't going to apply to every single person out there. Because either, A, if you're listening to the show, you probably already know about this stuff. But hopefully, maybe I brought up a show that might interest you. Or, like me, I'll, I'll be like, you know, when I was going through all the Apple TV stuff, I saw Mr. Robot. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I wanted to watch this. You know, so maybe I brought up some, you know, shows that you might want to watch. So, thanks again. Stay safe out there, everyone. Talk to you later.